Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, women's basketball fans. This is Erica Lindsay Ayala, your usual Tuesday, Thursday host on Locked on Women's Basketball. But uh, Friday's games held so many implications that I wanted to come on here on a Saturday and give you a quick recap. I was at Barclays. Thanks for those who tuned in on Spotify Green Room. I'm actually going to play that because actually a lot of what I and Rafiq Lewison, who joined me, talked about kind of came into play for the New York Liberty. I'm going to spend a lot of time on this special podcast, this bonus episode, going over the New York Liberty and um, kind of where they're at. So spoiler alert, they did win the game against Washington and they played better than I expected. And Washington played worse than I expected. And right now, the New York Liberty are all done with the regular season. And all they can do is watch as their playoff hopes lie in the hands of the Washington Mystics. The team where Tina Charles landed after allegedly being fired on her day off. Fired from the New York Liberty. And the Minnesota Lynx. The team where Lasia Clarendon ended up after being unceremoniously, I might add, cut by the New York Liberty. So yeah, there's a little bit of drama. Um, and you know, Auntie always likes the spice. I like the, the wobble tea or the WT. But in all honesty, regardless of the outcome, there were definitely some things that give me a little bit more confidence than I, that I had... It gives me a little bit more confidence coming out of Friday's win. And you can always say that after a win. Um, I'm a little bit more confident in some of the things that the New York Liberty players and head coach Walt Hopkins are saying coming out of this win and that skid that they had, the losing streak that they had right before this last win. And so I'm going to break that down on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. So as a reminder, coming into Friday's game, the New York Liberty, there's no scenario where they could automatically win the eight spot. They lost that luxury when they lost on Wednesday uh, to Connecticut. That That's out the window. The Washington Mystics, however, with a win, could punch their ticket to the playoffs. Of course, the Los Angeles Sparks are somewhere in the equation as well. Um, And they remain in the equation because, unfortunately, for the Washington Mystics at least, they didn't get it done. They did not get it done. The New York Liberty manhandled the Washington Mystics in the first half. Um, You'll hear in a little bit my thoughts on my halftime huddle. But um, it was good to see the New York Liberty playing the way that they did. 64% from three. They held Tina Charles to only four points. While Natasha Howard had 14. The leading scorers for the Washington Mystics, Leilani Mitchell and Ariel Atkins, had six points. 
They were moving well. They were communicating to the point where I wrote down in my notes, and you'll hear me talk with Walt Hopkins and a few of the players after this. I wrote down in my notes, there had to be a directive when it came to communication and when it came to defense in this game. Because without question, even not looking at the box score, my eye test was all over how determined the New York Liberty were and how locked in they were to communication. I, I was, I've been wanting this for the New York Liberty for so long, and I'm hard on the New York Liberty because they have not been doing this. And there, I'll be honest, there's a lot of conversation around the New York Liberty that drives me up a wall. Everything is, well, they're young, and, you know, this is only Sabrina's rookie season, and, you know, um, oh, there were some bright spots. Okay, if you want to be positive. I get wanting to be positive. I don't consider myself a, a necessarily overly pessimistic, pessimistic person. I consider myself a realist. The real is that the New York Liberty have not been playing to their potential. Not in a long time. Maybe since the second, third week of the season, they got back to what we saw in the beginning of this season in that game Friday night, yesterday. And it was inspiring. It was inspiring to see. And it softened me a little bit to this three-point shooting situation because in my head, I couldn't ever figure out how a team as undisciplined, um, a team that is not advanced defensively, could really bank their win, their win-lose record on shooting three-pointers, which in the bubble we saw they weren't necessarily that proficient at. I didn't see the vision. I didn't believe in the vision matched with the roster. I started to see glimpses and glimmers. I still, though, stand firm on what I said coming out of last season. And we'll hear Walt Hopkins talk about defense a little bit. There has to be, even when you have a goal in mind, every once in a while you have to tweak. And I thought that the Liberty were stubborn in not making adjustments. They were certainly stubborn in this last stretch of games in not making adjustments, but they finally made the adjustments. You're going to hear me talk to Sammy Whitcomb about that. You're going to hear Walt Hopkins talk about that. We spent 45 minutes, 45 minutes talking to the head coach and three players after this game. That's how much there was to analyze. It also is reflective of there being more media in, in, in person, but, uh, I digress. This, I'm okay if the Liberty season ends that way. And you know what? That was a goal of theirs coming in. But before I let you hear what happened post-game, I'm going to take you to the halftime huddle. And uh, you're going to hear a little bit about what I was thinking at halftime. As a reminder, uh, halftime huddles are part of Spotify Green Room, and you can follow me at elindsay08. It's the same for all of my personal social media accounts. You can follow me there. I'm going to do some more halftime huddling because Sunday's going to be a big one. 
I might even do an extra, uh, another bonus episode because that's kind of like we're, we're down to the wire here. Uh, so make sure you're following me on Spotify Greenroom and, of course, on social media, Instagram and Twitter is where I'm most active, at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08. Coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm going to uh, talk to you again about... Or coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, you're going to hear the halftime huddle. I had the famous... I had the amazing Rafiq Lewison from Nothing But That Sports Talk join me. Thank you so much, Rafiq. I will let you know I was live at Barclays. I was in between uh, being in the media section. I went to go say hi to Kelsey Trainer. Um, so it's going to be a little loud. I just want you to prepare for that. But that's what's coming up next. And then we will get into the post-game analysis. I'm not going to play all of it. Again, it was 45 minutes. But follow me on YouTube and I'll post that full video there. But um, I really want to break down a handful of things. I'll start the next segment giving you those three things that I gleaned from the post-game. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friends, dogs, sisters, wives, cousins, kittens, whoever, for all of the rest of the good stuff. You've got their login. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle and a way to finally get your TV together. And that's through DirecTV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part is there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and get rid of the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Yes, that's directtv.com. And remember that compatible device is required and content varies by package. All right, coming up, you're going to hear again, this is my live halftime huddle on Spotify Greenroom. Rafiq Lewison from Nothing But That Sports Talk joined me. We talked a little bit about my initial analysis. Uh, It wasn't perfect. It wasn't pretty at times but it was effective. And that's the difference from what we've seen for the majority of this New York Liberty season. But here we go. Snippets from my session, Halftime Huddle on Spotify Greenroom with Rafiq Lewison. But I don't know, Rafiq, what do you think about that? About the flow, just how the flow of the New York Liberty games well, it all comes down to the ball, the ball movement of the New York Liberty. I mean, I feel like that everything that they do right in the first half or first quarter, or or, or the time, or what they did to get those double digit leads, they they not having a tough time like maintaining that same momentum when the when the opposing team gets hot from shooting. Like you saw that last week against the Dallas Wings. Like when they had that when they double digit lead, they've had a tough time. Time they, they all of a sudden there's all this everything that they did right to even get that lead kind of fell off when when they saw players like Saboli and a bunch of other, other cats making their shots. And then, of course, of course, even right now, all we can do is hope that that you actually hold off this league because Washington, they have a lot of daddy shooters. I mean, you got Tina Charles. We all know how good she is. She's an MVP candidate. I, let's not forget you have Natasha Cloud, who's an underrated shooter. 
He was Tori Walker Kimball who proved to be proved to be a useful weapon for that for the once admitted offense when they're really trying to turn things around. Yeah, that's really interesting. You talked about Charles. Uh, you know, I mentioned Natasha Howard, and then also you gotta remember they have um, uh, you know Ariel Atkins, Washington. That is, but Ariel Atkins and Leilani Mitchell are leading the team, Washington. That is with six points. Tina Charles only has four points in this game in the half. That means she has two quarters to get to her average. So the New York Liberty, again, are being able to be aggressive on Tina Charles, but more so, if I'm being honest, because it's not like they're doubling Charles up. If you notice, my eye test tells me that they are focusing. I'm going to have to ask Walt Hopkins after the game. But my eye test is telling me that they're focusing on the backcourt. They're focusing on everybody else and playing lockdown defense everywhere else and agitating the guards so that they can't be the post. I mean, yes, I was joking around, kind of, that I feel that, you know, entry passes are not respected the way they need to be in all of basketball. That's across, that's at every level, period. I don't care who you are playing. Entry passes are not respected. That's a whole other topic for a whole other Spotify green room. But I think that the New York Liberty have been able to deny Tina by denying the entry pass. And that, to me, is some swift, smart defense. And again, if conditioning is peak, the New York Liberty should be able to maintain this flow. Um, and on the other side, you have Natasha Howard. She's busting up and down this court. When I tell you busting up and down the court, I don't think I've seen her move like this all year. Now, granted, she's been coming back from injury. There was a time, I guess maybe almost a month ago now, where Walt Hopkins was telling us that, you know, when you have a contact-type injury like Howard got, there are times when you don't necessarily trust your body or you remember the pain and you don't want to have, you don't want to make contact. When you're a post player, baby, you got to make contact. It seems to me that she's moving uninhibited. I don't know if that's her, her body feeling better, if it's her confidence up, if it's they know it's do or die. It could be all of the above and then some other things. But Natasha Howard is looking like the Natasha Howard that was promised when they signed her. Yeah, that's true. But you have to remember, she did miss an entire month of the season due to an injury. So it took so it took time to get to the touch hour that we were accustomed to seeing during her days when she was winning championships with the Seattle Storm, and then not to and then not to mention what she just only playing. She's proven to be that that three point shooting low post score that we've expected her to be when we, when we picked her up in the off season, and then. It's not to mention she's part of the reason why this team surpassed the 2019 Mystics Championship team for three-point shooting, which is a WNBA record in the 25th anniversary season. At least that's something positive we can look forward to. And let's see, something something else that I, I kind of blanked out. But, it, but anyway, you also got Benajah Laney, who's proven to be to have changed her career around who nearly a year after she became most improved player. She, she don't ever she cared for the team. It's all about team effort at this point. The Liberty have to try to do what can to make sure they continue what they do it in the second half to make sure that they don't let the Washington the uh, Charles or well let's not forget Theresa plays on. That's why I mentioned earlier. Ari did mention that 
the Doritza plays on is one of those players that you can't really sleep on for the Washington Mystics because she's proven to hit some big shots that's for the team down the, down the stretch or throughout the game and be a useful low post presence. I mean, check my record. I've been on Team Playsons. I'm a, I'm Team Teresa Playsons. I'm Team Judy Playsons. I've been I've been on Team Playsons. Uh, so yeah, I, I absolutely like that. I think that you might need to see some players like Teresa Playsons from the bench get activated. Teresa Playsons is a big body on defense, but more importantly, she can also stretch the defense. The she can stretch the Liberty defense. And when you have a versatile post player like Teresa Playsons and the Liberty are effective at denying the entry pass, that might be that might be your conduit to get the Yeah, that is also true. Oh yeah, congratulations on your Slam magazine W Slam magazine article that just released. I need to go top hey, of no Congratulations on that and the release. I mean you Camille and, and Jackie did a pretty good job putting that together. I Thank know you, you have so much. About that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Uh, they actually have the magazines for fans. They're giving them out here today at Barclays Center. So if you're listening to this, uh, live at least, make sure you pick yours up. I know they're doing it at other arenas as well. So it was an honor. I have to thank Camille for for reaching out to me and, and asking me to be a part of this. But it was definitely an honor to do so. I think that the Marshall Mix are going to come back and make it a close game, but I can see Liberty holding off this one. Just to end the regular season on the high note, if not to get himself to the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. They need a win bad. It doesn't guarantee them uh, a playoff spot. It puts them in a really good position, but I, I think you're right. And honestly, I wonder how much that's a motivation, just as much, if not even more, than the playoff position. You know, it's it's a paradigm shift. I just get the sense that they're focused more on ending the way they know they can end. Um, and if that gets them into the playoffs, cool. But again, they can win this game and it's still not be enough. So we are getting ready for the second half. Repeat. thank you so much for popping into Spotify Green Room for this hashtag halftime huddle live from Barclays as part of Locked On Women's Basketball. And hey, Depending on how tight down to the wire this game gets, might have to pop back on here again and uh, talk through it loud. <laughs> All right, no problem. Enjoy the All rest right. of the game. Thanks, you as well. Take care. Coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm going to splice some of the things that I took away from the post-game presser. But there's... A few stories that I found really clutch. Now, listen, 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 listen. I'm going to keep it 100%. That's what we do here on Locked on Women's Basketball. I am as exhausted as a lot of you when it comes to the narrative around Sabrina Ionescu, mostly because she gets the benefit of the doubt even though there are players on her very same team that don't get the benefit of the doubt that are performing in on any given night better than Sabrina. Last night, on Friday, against the Washington Mystics, I saw vintage Sabrina Ionescu. 
Now, what I'm also going to say, this is like a 1B. I've been telling y'all Sabrina Ionescu is not a point guard for a long time. She finally set the record straight and said she's not a one. Walt Hopkins finally set the record straight and said she's not a one. So all these people telling me that I'm just grouchy for saying that the New York Liberty still don't have a point guard, you played yourself. You played yourself. Anyway, I told you I had to be spicy, had to be a little petty. Anyway, that's one and one B, Sabrina Ionescu. I know. But you gotta, like, game gotta recognize game. Sabrina balled out, was talking shit, like, all of this stuff. It was fantastic to see. Love to see it. She was in her bag, as they say. Second thing is, Natasha Howard becoming the veteran that she has always had. Game changer. Game changer. Game changer. Now, I'm not saying she's going to be a Sylvia Fowles overnight. I'm not saying she's going to be a Sue Bird overnight. I'm not saying she's going to be a Maya Moore or a Lindsay Whalen or a Rebecca Brunson overnight. But she's going to be Natasha Howard. And what Natasha Howard brings is already three championships. She's won with Minnesota and with Seattle. Game changer. Period. Point blank. And the importance of having one of your stars, one of your producers on the court be a leader is that nobody can buck when the person getting it done on the stats sheet, in the weight room, in the locker room is doing their job. Who can tell Tosh Howard anything? Three rings, bruh. Don't come for me. So her being able to step up and talk, game changer, game changer. And you'll hear me talk to Tosh about that. Final thing, and I really want you to hear this story in the next segment. Walt Hopkins asked his team to come into Friday and announce for themselves And for their teammates, I learned that through Sabrina, you'll hear that. He had them announce five things that they were going to commit to doing. Five things each. And coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, you're going to hear what the team committed to. You're going to hear Sabrina Ionescu and Tosh Howard say what they committed to. You're going to hear Walt Hopkins say what he is committing to. And then Sammy Wickham is going to wrap it up. Because, you know, some people are like, oh, it's an elimination game. Of course they're going to ball out. I said this, you just heard it, on Spotify Greenroom. To me, this win and looking at that team, it felt, it looked, it, it, it manifested as a team that was tired of losing. A team that was tired of knowing what to do and not doing it. That's what Friday's win. The the, the fact that this happened to be the last regular season of the game, the last regular season game of the season, the fact that it happened to have serious playoff implications is somewhat of a coincidence. I believe that. I think the team believes that. I'm not saying they put it out of their mind. But listen to what Sammy Whitcomb says. 
when I asked her that very question, how much of what y'all did on Friday was because of the standings and how much of it was because of what you have poured into this team all season? Y'all, I have not been this excited for New York Liberty basketball in a minute. And I'm a New Yorker through and through. And I don't just give out gold stars, period. Especially when you in my backcourt. No, you got to put on for my city. I feel hopeful, y'all. I do. And I want you to hear what I heard. So that's what's coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball. Can y'all tell I'm hype? Can y'all tell that I am hype? And that is because I have all of the energy. I have. I, ha- I had a good snack before I started recording. And that, of course, was from our friends at BuiltBar.com. These are protein bars that are absolutely delicious. The nine original flavors have a, a, a something for everyone. They've got coconut, cherry barcia, salted caramel, double chocolate, my favorite, cookies and cream, mint brownie. Let's go. Not a fan of the mint, but I do love a good brownie. And you know what? If you can't decide between these flavors, go ahead and try the mixed box. You get two of each of the nine original flavors. And let me tell you, there's also some fantastic limited edition flavors. Grasshopper cookie was one of them. They had a churro flavor. They had the puffs line that every one of their bars, all of them always covered in chocolate, but they added marshmallow. They added marshmallow to that. These are the most delicious, best tasting, most flavorful protein bars, and they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. The calories ranging from 130 to 180 per bar. Did I mention they're all covered in chocolate? Only four to five grams of sugar, only four to five grams of net carbs. You need energy, you need a snack, and you want to stay trim and fit to do what you got to do then you want a Built Bar. Not to mention that Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Let's get it going. And if you want a snack like me and the U.S. track and field team, we have a promo code for you. Use LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order on Built.com. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Happy snacking. BetOnline.ag has everything you need, of course, for football season. But, you know, basketball, as far as the NBA, is around the corner as well. And you got to know that the site has been updated. There's a new interface, even more odds, even more props, even more contests at BetOnline.ag. And it continues to be the number one source for everything football. Like I said, football season, all things football. So head to the website, you can use your mobile device, your tablet, whatever you got. Sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. It's a 100%, y'all, when you use NFL 100 as the promo code. Again, 100% welcome bonus on your initial deposit for signing up using promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, and right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Here we go, yo. So what? So what's the scenario? Let me tell you the scenario. 
The New York Liberty do not hold their fate in their hands. They need a little bit of help from Washington. They need the Mystics to lose. They need Tina Charles and the Mystics to lose to Lasia Clarendon and the Minnesota Lynx. But I'm not going to focus on that in this last segment. In this last segment, we're going to focus on the basketball. So first up, I want you to hear from Walt Hopkins what he's taking away from this team. And again, that charge that he gave his team, what he asked them to do, the activity that he asked them to do. And then also you'll hear him talk about that Sabrina Ionescu has had to do things that she does not do on this team. Interesting insights from Wall Hopkins. There's moments where I question myself. Um, am I doing enough? Am I the reason why, you know, these things aren't going our way? Am I the reason, you know, that I haven't questioned uh, that it's going to eventually work with them. Um, you know, the question for me has always been, what am I not doing or what am I, you know, not doing enough of? Um, I think that, I think that's, that's, that's probably the long and short of it. Yeah. So there wasn't necessarily a time tonight where I saw, you know, kind of uh, this confluence of events that was like, wow, we, you know, we made it. It's more, um, this season has, has really taught me the truth behind the importance of time and experience with a group. So it, 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 it's something that I try, you know, and I, I know I'm a broken record with you guys. I talk about that a lot because I've really learned uh, how true that is, truly. I've, I've learned how true that is and that there's, you know, I've, I've been able to be kinder to myself in moments of frustration because I realize like we're doing all the right things. It just takes time. Um, and they're, they're proving it. You know, the players are proving it. And I think they proved it tonight. Her, her thing, we had everybody on the, on the team right on the board after our meeting yesterday, three, four, five things that they were going to commit to doing that they haven't been doing. I'm going to commit to doing X, Y, Z. And, and I know that one of Tasha's was the lead by example. Um, you know, she's not a particularly vocal leader. She's kind of a sneaky vocal leader. Like she kind of will pull you over to the side and say something to you in your ear. She's not going to stop everybody and, and yell and, and really, you know, be demonstrative. Um, she really stuck to her word in terms of leading by example, by doing the little things, by sticking to our game plan. Um, you know, she took one shot, one of her two misses on the night. And it was a shot that we've been talking a lot about this year. Um, like a long kind of contested two and a weird point in the shot clock. It's like, Tosh, you can get a better shot than that, you know? And for the first time all year, she looked over at me and she was like, I know, I know, you know, right when she shot it. And that, again, the growth, right? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's really good to see everybody truly buy into, look, just, just tell me what I got to do and I'm going to do it. Um, and Tosh was, was at the forefront of that for sure. I think Sabrina's development has been remarkable. And I, I say that because this has been hard for her. And, you know, we've seen a, a handful of, of younger players and Sabrina's a rookie. I mean, I know that she played two games or whatever. Sabrina's a rookie. And the way that she's come around in terms of handling uh, the, the lead guard duties, which is not something she's normally done. Normally she's been uh, off the ball, right? And so calling plays, getting us into sets, making those big plays down the stretch. I thought Sabrina really 
controlled the game for us offensively and got us what we wanted to get um, late in the fourth quarter. So, you know, talk about development like that. The, the uh, calm she had in those moments to be able to make plays was huge. I mean, she, she looked like Sabrina Ionescu, right? I mean, she's, she's looking like the player that she, you know, we've all known she's capable of being. Um, and I think uh, uh, the reason I say remarkable is because that's taken her listening to us, telling her to do things that she's never done. And, and for a player as good as Sabrina, it's really hard to trust other people when they tell you not to do something you've done for your whole life and you've been extremely successful doing it. And so the, the adjustments that she's made throughout the season um, and, and the humility it takes to make those adjustments, I, I'm so impressed with Sabrina. I'm so impressed. I'm so proud. Next up, Sammy Wickham talking about the team taking the reins, taking on leadership, communicating with each other, and really just getting fed up. They're tired. I know I've been tired. I've been tired. But the team finally felt it. Here's what Sammy Whitcomb had to say about that. I mean, you know, yes, I guess yes and no in terms of the playoffs, but that's been a thing, you know, that that we've been aware of, you know, for the last eight games that we've lost too. So I think for us, it was a, it was a lot of like, you know, we weren't going to, we weren't going to accept it. Like we'd finally, I guess, reached our point of like, we're learning from this. We're going to grow. We're not going to accept this anymore. You know, we've been here too many times and, you know, had the same result. Um, so I think it was just uh, the right opportunity for us to really do that. And obviously I think, yeah, you know, last potentially for sure, last game of regular season, potentially, you know, that's, that's all we can kind of control in that moment. And I think, um, yeah, we were faced with an opportunity to really just say like, not this time, not tonight. Um, and I think less the playoffs because that's, you know, we still don't really know. And more just like Sab said, like we wanted to end in a way that was going to set us up moving forward. Like what we're about, we're establishing what we try, what we want to, you know, that level of excellence we want to move, move with going forward. And I think that's what we were trying to do tonight. Hopefully it's postseason for us where we get to really expand on that. But if it's not, you know, we've set the tone for us moving forward. And I think that's what it was about. And now we're going to go to Natasha Howard first and then Sabrina Ionescu. You heard what Walt Hopkins said about that activity, what he wanted his team collectively to do and what individually he asked them to do. Five things that you're going to commit to. Here's what Tosh had to say, followed by Sabrina Ionescu. Me, like, I'm not a talkative person, really. I show through, like, my actions. But uh, tonight, I actually was talking a lot than I normally do. Uh, but uh, just, just me just stepping up to that to that plate and also, you know, being more vocal more and, you know, just, just telling my teammates whatever whatever I'm saying on the court, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, that was one of my big things, just coming in, you know, just being that leader, being that veteran and, you know, just guiding our young team, me and Sammy and Lainey, just guiding, just guiding us to, to like, you know, to the playoff, whatever, whatever is next for us. Yeah, I wrote down a couple of things, so I don't remember them all, um, you know, but I think it would be, you know, being in the moment, you know, helping my teammates and, you know, lifting everyone around me, staying positive, finding happiness in everything that I do and winning was the last one. So I'm happy that we did that. Um, but it was, it was nice. It was nice to be able to also read other people's and when you can get a little bit of insight on that and maybe what other people are struggling with and, or, you know, want to hone in on and, and work, you know, work at to kind of overcome, it gives you a little bit of insight how you can help as well. And so 
I think, you know, us as leaders, um, you know, whether it's vocally or as we're leading by example, I think, you know, it, it's a big deal to be able to be vulnerable like that and be able to talk about it and try and help one another. And at that in that way, we grow collectively. So I thought it was a great idea that, you know, Coach Walt had us do that. And I think it's helped us come together a little bit. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. If you're a longtime listener, you know I've been wanting to write about this leadership arc of the New York Liberty for a while. Unfortunately, where I thought I was going to place that story fell through. But I'm hoping to find another place uh, because it's fascinating. It truly is fascinating. And I think last night is one of the first times in quite some time that the New York Liberty was able to be reflective, transparent, aspirational, um, and kind of give a, a, an honest assessment with all of the emotions aside. Because they have to release that. There's nothing else that they can do. By the time they sat on that dais, there was nothing else to be done from their perspective. But sit and watch and reflect and get ready for the postseason or for next season. That's it. I want to say that I am encouraged by the conversations that we had with the New York Liberty. I'm encouraged by their play. But everybody better watch out for Connecticut. Because right now, you best believe that is the team to beat Best believe we'll have more on that coming up next week as we get ready for the 2021 WNBA playoffs on Locked On Women's Basketball. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Thank you so much for your support, and I will catch you somewhere soon. 